Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. I'm so glad to be with you today as we continue along in the story of the Gospels. Today, we're in Luke chapter 2. Let me read it to you. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augusta that all the world should be registered or taxed. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. You know, when you look at this story, it's amazing to look at how God's in control. A lot of times we lose sight of that, don't we? Well, why, why do I, have, I can't find a job? Why do I have to move out of state? Why are these things happening to me? And we start saying all the whys and the whys and the whys. I could picture Mary and Joseph saying, who is this Caesar Augustus? Who does he think he is? Maybe Joseph was saying that. I don't think so, but maybe. That we had to travel some 80 miles from our town uh, here where we're at in Nazareth all the way down to Bethlehem. Don't they know my wife's about ready to have a baby? we got to travel that distance? Why don't you try that? Or can you imagine, you know, taking a woman that's nine months pregnant and asking her to go by foot and ride on a donkey some 80 miles through the treacherous roads and, uh, and hill countries that they had to travel on? But that's the story. See, it, what we know of Caesar, you know, Caesar Augustus, that he really did become the first Roman emperor. He, he was now in complete control. He was able to rule his, his, you know, the whole empire with his tremendous army that he had. He says, in those days, the Roman Republic now has become the Roman emperor, empire, otherwise ruled by Caesar Augustus. And whatever he said was going to happen. Now it has switched from a de- democracy to an autocratic rule, otherwise where he has complete control. Pretty similar to the life of Nebuchadnezzar, where he had complete control over his empire, the Babylonian empire. Well, Caesar had the same control. He thought he was quite a man. You know, it tells us that here that all of a sudden he decided to take a census, to take a look at the his empire to find out how many people in there that they could register, that they could, you know, speak to about concerning applying some taxes to them. Doesn't that sound like pretty much the world we live in, where governments want to rule over us in order that they might take out of us some taxes? Well, that's what was going back then. But, you know, when you look at the story, though, that seems reasonable and so often God works through just the very normal, natural events of our lives. Like I mentioned, you could have a job and lose a job. You don't know why it happened, but all of a sudden, maybe things shift gears and, and you need to move on and go to someplace else. Is God behind it? Is God working? Absolutely. Because I know the scripture tells us that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to His purpose. So, the circumstances of life, the normal circumstances of life are so often the things that God is doing within us. 
you know, in order to accomplish his purpose. And so the tax was going to be taken, uh, needed a census in order to know who the people are so they could then put in the taxes that they wanted. But the, the story is now that Joseph and Mary had to move all the way down to the area of Bethlehem or else the house of bread. You remember when we were introduced to this story way back in the story, back in Ruth? And then out of that became, was born from Ruth, came David, King David, as David was from the house of Bethlehem. And we're told here that Joseph, his hometown or else his family, where they put their roots, came out of the Bethlehem. And so they had to travel back to their hometown. They had to travel back there in order to register. You know, that also that we see is within here, we find Bible prophecy. Particular times and places that things were going to happen that needed to happen in order that we can look and see that Jesus is the Messiah. It tells us in Matthew chapter 5, verse 2, it is prophesied that the Messiah should be born in Bethlehem. Mary and Joseph, of course, lived in Nazareth, 80 miles away. So what did God do? I believe he whispered in Caesar's ear in order for taxation for everyone to return to their hometown to be registered. This little autocratic ruler sitting on the throne of Rome, well, he, when you look at it, wasn't he just really a puppet in God's hands where God was pulling the strings as he had a problem? There was seemingly a problem. How are you going to get Joseph and Mary all the way down to Bethlehem? Because the prophecy speaks of when the Messiah is going to be born, he's going to be born out of this little town called Bethlehem. So God moved in the heart of Caesars. I think it's important for us to understand as we look at this story, how beautiful this Christmas story we like to look at, but also it's a story for our lives, how God is in control. He's leading us. He's guiding us. He's directing us. He's working behind the scenes. We don't know a lot of times what's going on. You know, there are those who worry about the elections or worry about the world powers who's in, in control. I thank God that behind whoever we think is in control, that God is still governing over all things. The Lord has not lost control. Now, he hasn't lost control of your life. He, as we see that in the book of Proverbs chapter 3, we're encouraged to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts. I hope that's what you're doing this day. He says, and lean not unto your understanding, where circumstances just doesn't make sense. Again, can you picture yourself there with Mary and Joseph, nine months pregnant, all of a sudden you get these orders, hey, you got to go back to down, down to Bethlehem. He says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. When circumstances seem to be so difficult, it's good that we just turn to the Lord and trust him. Then Proverbs goes on, he says, In all thy ways acknowledge him. In everything that we do, we say, Lord, could you lead me? Could you direct me? How would you have me react to this situation? We're not we acknowledging him as God. He says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct thy path. He's going to lead us. It's so beautiful to know that we're led of God. Why is that? Because we are children of God. It's that picture of a parent 
grabbing their little toddler by the hand, leading them through the busyness of the day, maybe at a mall or someplace so they don't get lost. And, you know, the little child doesn't know where, where they should go, so they need the help of their parents to lead and guide them. That's what our Heavenly Father d does for us, and even more so. He grabs us and holds our hands, and he leads us, and he guides us because he is in control. Seemingly, it looks like Caesar's was in control. But yet, ultimately, God is in control. And I pray that even as we look at the story of the gospel, that we would grow spiritually, that each and every one of us would learn to trust the Lord, that we would grow in our faith, that we would grow in our faith in our knowledge of Jesus Christ. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.